Faster than a speeding bullet. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's this wop doesn't lie. The No Bullshit Podcast. Now, here is your host, Felix Andreoni. Oh, yeah. I got my co-host, Anne, in the house. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. As I say. And you know what today is, people? Day after Thanksgiving. It's the day after Thanksgiving, but it is Friday. In fact, it is Black Friday. Oh, yeah. And you know what time it is, right? Light up that doobie. Anne's rolling a big one right now. No, no. (laughs) Never. Yes, she is. Don't believe her. Never, never. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to get anyone tonight. Good. Okay. They have too much turkey in them. Everyone's overdone. Yeah. They're stuck. <laughs> it's just us in the room. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're just going to have to keep on playing music, I think. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Ooh! Oh, yeah. No rider. No rider, don't Well, 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 it's Friday. And it's dead in here. We're here. That's right. So I don't see there any of the rest of it. It matters. don't matter That's whether there's no one in the room or just us. That's correct. That is correct. And I see there's a new variant that has left Africa. Uh, Here we go again. The Omicron. Omicron? Omicron. Eric's in the house. All right. Well, you know, um, this time around, maybe we'll nip it in the bud. Although, personally thinking, that's already too late. People fly in and out of Africa all the time to here, to Europe, to all over the world. They should have shut it down two weeks ago. I agree. First found out about it instead of letting it spread. That's what I don't understand at all. You have a, a variant of COVID. Mm-hmm. 
leaving Africa. Yep. You should stop it immediately. No planes allowed. We didn't learn from the Delta. We're pretty stupid. Well, thanks to joke ass Biden. Well, yeah. That stupid idiot of a president that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Complete he's, jackass. He's in Nantucket at uh, Rosenstein's house. $30 million beautiful home on Nantucket. Of course. Because I heard he goes back there every weekend anyhow. Well, every Thursday night he leaves Washington, D.C. And then he goes to Delaware or to Camp David, which I don't think it's really true. Or I think he's going to all these rich people's houses. Well, like I said before, I have a couple of friends that live you know, in the vicinity in Washington, D.C. And they went and they got to drive by the, the White House, <laughs> I guess, to go to work or whatever the hell they're yeah, doing. Well, you can see it. From and all the lights are out all the time. <laughs> On a Friday night, the lights are all out. They're gone. Even Joe Biden's lights are out. I think, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? More than just on Friday. He's not playing with a full deck of cards, I don't think. Well, today it was interesting because the video showed him walking and the streets in Nantucket with his umbrella and uh, his coat open and short sleeve shirt. And it really looked like he was lost. I mean, you could, you could tell people were like just leading him. Well, around. if he didn't have, I watched that video and if he didn't have the secret service walking in front of him, he wouldn't know where the hell to go. I know. It's sad. The whole thing is sad. He's lost. And, and then he has the nerve to say after he, you know, he's done with his presidency, he's got three more years, he's going to run again. <laughs> what is, he's going to run again? How's he going to do that? How, what? How, how's he going to do that? How? Is he going to create another a virus so people have to write in their, their votes so he could... So next time he'll get like, maybe he'll get more people that live in the United States to vote. Oh, stop. Well, you know what? I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. Because I have some news. I, I have, Shannon just popped in. Hey, Shannon, I just have some news. Now listen to this. All right. This boils me up. Mm -hmm. Really pisses me off. Tell uh, me. Well, I'm not going to mention any names. All right. That's better. But there was a person I spoke to who's in the service and just came back from Fort Dix. Fort Dix is in New Jersey. Right. And it's a fairly large. Is it Army, Navy, Air Force? Army. Army. Mm -hmm. And it's a fairly large place. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, the soldiers were sleeping outside in tents, and inside the barracks were refugees. And I, I'm saying to myself, listen, again, a lot of people, Shannon just said hi, Ann. Oh, hi. A, hey, a, a lot of people want to come to the United States. And my family came through Ellis Island, my grandparents from Italy. And they came the right way with papers, everything. They weren't just WAPs without passes, okay? <laughs> they came legally. And I don't blame anyone who wants to come to the United States legally, legally. Now here you put soldiers, you're fighting soldiers outside and you put these e illegal aliens in and it gets worse than this, Anne. It gets worse than this. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden immigration snuck in there, you know, because there's no cameras allowed on Fort Dix. No. They gave all these e illegal refugees the oath. And the oath meaning 
that they became U.S. citizens. Are you real? Are you kidding me? And what's interesting about that is um, October 10th, New York Times reported the story, and then it broke out into all sorts of outlets talking about the Afghan immigrants, I guess, as we're yep. calling them, or I don't, I don't know, evacuees. I don't know what the right word is, who were there. And do you know the number of Afghanis that are in Fort Dix right now? Well, uh, my friend that said this said there was an excess of 13,000. The New York Times reports 11,000 plus, so he's probably not far off your friend. Well, that's what he said. But I cannot find anywhere um, the, the um, article that states they all became automatically. Well, became you won't citizens. see that. Right. That's... You will not see that. Yeah. Because the, you know, the commander of Fort Dix instructed any army personnel to shut the hell up. They're not, whatever they saw happen didn't happen. This is total bullshit. Well, and the more complicated part about that is if you're from New England, New Jersey counts, it is freezing, freezing outside. And here they go, they have American uh, troops in tents. It's, I mean, I understand they're in the army yeah. and all that, but that is freezing. Right yeah. now it's 23 degrees and windy. Well, outside. see, Eric wrote, and I don't, I don't dispute this. Eric wrote the quote on the Statue of Liberty reads, give me your tired, your poor, your huddle masses. We never had a problem taking immigrants from the very beginning. Those immigrants came here legally. Mm -hmm. And those, granted, those were the immigrants that were flown in. But what upsets flown in from Afghanistan? I guess, I don't know where else. Well, they were. But my friend also said in the mix, in the mix, there was illegal aliens that came across the border. But what upsets me is a lot of the army personnel at Fort Dix says none of them were vented vetted none of them were vetted right now granted they the ones that came from afghanistan were brought here by us okay i don't have a problem with that none of them were checked for covid none right. of them oh well, yeah that the whole and then and the minute they were made u.s citizens they were bussed out right but they were bussed to different cities and locations that had room and board for these people. Well, I did do some research on it, and 230 of them uh, came to New Haven, Connecticut, and uh, they stay um, city of New Haven. Yep, got 180 thousand dollars a month to put these people up, and they're right now in a. And they've taken over a hotel, and the city is paying for their room and board. The there hotel. you go. And they live there now. Shannon wrote, that is such bullshit. It took my friend 10 years to become a citizen. He did it right. I am also an immigrant, as you may or may not know. And Are it, you? It took us two years living in Russia in order to come into this country. And we paid- So you're not an Italian? You're Russian? I'm Sicilian. <laughs> although my passport may say differently. But um, I came here with papers after, and it was a very uh, difficult two years. And my mother experienced many losses. So you're 100% WAP. I am not a right? WAP. I came with papers. I'm not a WAP at all. Oh, oh, okay. But my point is, we, you know, my mom paid dearly. She had miscarriage. She had some mental illness. She really struggled through that time. And we could only go out to play in the playground in the dark. I do remember that. Why? Because we were there um, secretly and quietly while our papers were all, um, you know, made legal. And the only reason we got to come here is because my father had business already in the United States and he had an established office in uh, New Jersey. Yeah. So, um, that was the, the, uh, the, the, um, yep. the main reason that they granted, um, uh, status for us to come. And then when I got here, 
Uh-huh. It was another five years before I got my citizenship. Yeah, it, it takes a so, long time. So, so and I've counted the years for us. It was yep. seven, seven years to become American citizens. Eric wrote, our government has essentially thumbed their noses at our immigration system, which is true. We, uh, wanting amnesty for illegals for the reason of wanting a voting, voting base. Voting is right. And I always said that. Yes. That can render independent voters irrelevant. And that's so true. Those coming here illegally are punished for no reason. Yeah. Yep. It, you know what? It is interesting, Eric, to your point. Um, I'm a moderator uh, for the elections. And interestingly, when it comes to immigrants, I think that, that um, the... Legally, not illegally. Ruling party <laughs> may be in for surprise because yeah. uh, when I was uh, helping... Um, register people to vote in Norwalk, Connecticut, everyone of, of that was of Spanish descent, whether it be South America or Mexico, whatever, was surprisingly conservative, mostly because of their Catholic Catholicism. And um, they leaned um, strikingly conservative and, and towards the Republican Party. So I'm not really sure the Democrats in the end are getting what they're, they're looking for. These were hardworking people that came here legally and, uh -huh. and wanted to believe in the American system the way it is set up. Well, I'm all for it. But I'm just saying, Democrats are, might be a little surprised about um, what kind of- Well, now, they're listen, they're going to pass a law. They're going to pass a law to allow uh, illegal immigrants to vote. Sure. Won't that be something? Of course they're going to do that because they want, they want millions of them to come into this country to vote for them. Mm-hmm. They, the Democrats want to hold on ever since they lost Virginia. Yeah. They know what's coming. Well, they're, and they're going to do everything in their power to prevent this from happening. Well, the, the, you know, the midterms after any election always swing the other way. So if there's a Republican in seats, that midterms will go Democratic and vice versa. But I think the surprises of Virginia yep. are, are, um, um, awakening them to the fact that it's going to swing more than usual and yeah. Republican control is possible and within our grasp um, yep. come the midterms in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. today I want to tell everyone I broke down. <laughs> I broke down and I got the poison. It's not the point. You did not get the poison. I got the poison, people. Stop. And what made me decide this was I waited over a year to get any kind of <laughs> general what? <laughs> I, I waited over a year to get any kind of vaccine. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to see if people were gonna drop dead left and right. Well, I thought they were all gonna become zombies. So, Isn't that the idea? Yeah. Two of my close friends got, actually three of them. Oh, I know. Contracted COVID and one died. Yeah. And it really tore me up. And now that I, I I am a firearms instructor. I'm a certified NRA firearms instructor, and I'm going to start teaching in the beginning of January. Teaching what you love. It's perfect. Yeah. So I've been shooting all my life. So now I'm going to teach it so people can get a pistol permit. And in the state of Connecticut, you... In the state of Connecticut, it is almost impossible to get a waiver yeah. for it. They are not honoring religious uh, exemptions. Yeah, and, 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 the, and the point I'm making, I'm not telling people to get the vaccine and not get it. It's up to your own choice. And it was my choice. The waiver, yes. a waiver card 
wouldn't do me any good no. if I'm teaching someone that has COVID right. and I'm going to get it. A firearms instruction is not, you know, 10 yards away. It's, you know, six inches away while you're helping someone. Yeah, I'm right on. I'm right next to the person. Right, helping them with their And the only other thing is my doctor suggested that I get. Your cardiologist. I suggested I get the Johnson & Johnson shot. And the reason being, he said, the Johnson & Johnson shot is not a R. M-N-R-A. Yeah, it's, it's not that. It's of a vector. He's, he called it a vector. Yeah, it's another a dead virus. And I looked it up, I investigated it, and it's nothing, it's not like the uh, other two out there, Moderna and Pfizer. And Pfizer. Yeah. So I got the shot this morning, mm-hmm. or I don't know, 9 o'clock or whatever. 10, 12. And Anne got the shot last week. I did. And she became sick. Sure. And she was throwing up, and that lasted... It lasted until it all came out, you know, a good six hours and I was done. Six or seven hours. And the reason I had to get the shot, um, for those that are listening, is because I work for um, a very large corporation, 25,000 employees. And despite what's happening and injunctions and stopping the mandate that any company over 100 employees, you know, you have to be vaccinated, um, our, our company went ahead. And by November 24th, either you were vaccinated or at your own expense, Twice a week, you had to take the COVID shot and submit uh, results. And here in Connecticut, one COVID shot costs fifty-two dollars. Yeah. So that's four hundred dollars a month you'd be spending on tests if you were unvaccinated. Or option three was you could lose your job. So uh, given those options and where I'm at, um, I um, did in fact get the vaccine, and I'm kind of glad I did. I, I work and I meet with strangers on occasions in very intimate settings in their homes or across the table, pushing financials and. Um, you know, uh, people that are come in vaccinated are reluctant to wear masks. And if somebody's worth a few hundred million dollars, you're not going to tell them to put one on necessarily. So I, I kind of feel like I, if I get COVID, I won't die. That's pretty much the bottom line. I also got the Johnson and Johnson. The funny thing is when you went to get your Johnson and Johnson today, the witch that gave it to you told you, you had to come back in two months, right? Yeah, but that's bullshit. Because I'm not. The reason, another reason I chose Johnson Johnson is one shot and you're done. So, kind of curious. We'll yeah. To see how that goes. And Eric made a good point here. He said, to be transparent, we recommend friends of this What Doesn't Lie podcast to talk to their doctors. Yes. Licensed medical practitioners. Yes. Doctors can determine whether the patient is an ideal candidate for the shot slash vaccine. Some people may be candidates for it. Right. Some people may not be candidates. Eric, you're exactly right. And Eric is 100% right. right. And I have a heart condition. Mm-hmm. And great, I, went, great new I, went, I went to two cardiologists and they both suggested that I get the vaccine at the time. Yeah. And this one cardiologist told me six months ago and I still didn't get it. Well, until today. Well, he, his suggestion was, as I remember, to when we moved, and yeah. we did move, to get go to a cardiologist, not a GP, and get the second opinion, right? Yeah. Which and can, he was the one who told me to get the, uh, um, what did I get again? <laughs> the Janssen, Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. Johnson. Right. Eric wrote, the podcast isn't meant to be a medical opinion, diagnosis, or treatment. Why we urge people to talk to their doctor. Yes. It, and that's a, you know, and I'm glad I did talk to my doctor. Yeah, it gave you a Because I didn't confidence. know which, which one to take. Right, right. And he said, considering my 
medical Where condition, what I on. get the Johnson and Johnson only. Right. And if they didn't have it when I went there, I wasn't going to get nothing. Actually, that's a good point. Because I went first, it took me a while to fun, find someone who was offering Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Now that's very interesting. You know why? Because it's a lot easier to store and it lasts longer than Pfizer and Moderna do. So well, and and some people, like Eric was saying, cannot take it at all. Right. Right. That's why you have to talk to your doctor. Right. I wouldn't take any injection unless I talk to my doctor. I don't give a shit what it is. I know. Well, I mean, I just wouldn't do it. I think the reason for Johnson and Johnson hard to it's hard to find here is because Pfizer and Moderna are making so much money. They're just everywhere. Yeah. Really One thing I do not like is, and I see in my case, I work for myself now. I'm retired, yep. but I work for myself. Yep. Like I said, I'm a firearms instructor. I I don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> I I hate, you know, you. I hate even when I saw the ads on TV, you know, and Biden saying, you must get to shut your mouth. Tell people, you know what, if you want people to do something, say like what Eric said, mm -hmm. go to your doctor and ask your doctor. Right. That's what the president of the United States should be saying. He, he should be saying, listen, to the citizens of the United States, if he wants to encourage them to get the shot, say, I encourage everyone to get the shot, but you should go to your doctor, sit down and talk with him, whether you are a right candidate mm -hmm. and that the shot will not have any adverse to your body. Right. Instead of getting on there like a jerk off and saying, you must, you must take this, you have to take this, you know, it's not the case. It's not the case. I, I will tell you something other interesting. I read a study yesterday. Actually, it was um, on our uh, National Public Radio, but I looked up the article. Kids, in, what is it, 12 and older who are getting the shot, the um, unanticipated benefit of the vaccine is the kids are starting to experience less anxiety in school. Because last year... Uh, uh, well, this year to date in 2020, I don't know. In Connecticut, there have been 312 suicides among kids in middle and high school. I just pray it's that really this tragic. vaccine doesn't harm these children. I know. I harm one you way know or the other. I mean? It's Listen, I'm old. I don't give a shit if I drop dead <laughs> oh, in like stop, 10 minutes stop. from now. Uh, who the fuck cares, anyhow? Italian but men, the, the thing is Italian men, Eric, always think they're going to die. <laughs> it's, it's part of the culture. This is Ian. <laughs> Listen. Anyway, Steve is in the house. What's happening, Steve? So going back to the Omicron, are we going to talk about that? Or you want to go back to Fort Dixon talking about how illegals are, are now being just indoctrinated into the country? <laughs> it's a shame that, hey, you know, Steve. When, Hello, when, Steve. when my when my friend told me of what's going on at Fort Dix, it, it's, it's, it broke in October on the news. But he said it's not only the illegals from Afghanistan. Afghanistan. It's it's the there there was the people that crossed the Mexican border mm -hmm. another were whole, there. Another whole group. Eric wrote downside about the push for getting people to get shots slash vaccine. I find it troubling that we're seeing unlicensed medical practitioners, oh. whether it's elected politicians or celebrities or news media pundits pushing medical advice without a license. And I agree with that. That's another thing that bothers me. Well, it may be possible that the pharmaceutical industry 
is paying those parties to break the law. Spot on, Eric. I wish Matt Nomads was on tonight because yep. his, his saying always is, and it's always true, is follow the money. What's happening is... Just follow the money. Eric, you're exactly right. It's we got to get Eric. Eric's got to be the co-host every Friday here, well, too. You know, he's always welcome. This guy's great. You know, while we're talking about all this and, and pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals making money, you've heard about Merck with their claim that they have a pill that'll stop uh, COVID cold. That's what they say. Well, in trials, in real trials, instead of 50% effective, it's 30% effective. But my point is, what the hell? One in three people won't die? I think I say take it, you know, uh, and uh, push it further and make it uh, FDA approved. Uh, you know, again, I'm worried. Is it going to uh, harm people later on? What, the thing to stop? The pill. I don't know. The and, COVID uh, pill. Well, it's an antiviral pill. It's not a COVID pill. You know, we're also working on a vaccine that'll be a pill, yes. But there is an antiviral. I'm, I'm really sick of all this. Of, I'm sick know. of all this shit. I know. Well, I'm sick. It's hard, I read, it's a, scary, world, I read you know? a scary report online from a scientist. He's saying mm -hmm. that this COVID is not six to eight months from now. There's going to be another virus released and it's going to dwarf. It's going to dwarf COVID awesome. and kill half the population of the world why who's why for what for what um, great game who the fuck knows look what china you think china's gonna admit they released COVID from a no they still won't release and democrats still deny that china is at Hapal. and this pussy ass president oh is not doing anything here you have the squad i watched the squad. What do they call the squad today on TV? No, no. The bomb squad? Nope, we're not saying that. <laughs> no, somebody not, called them something. Are, uh, Bearbert called them, but she apologized. What did she call them? Nope, I'm not saying. I'm going to ask somebody else. Maybe absolutely, they know. Absolutely not. Do not say that. No. Well, anyhow. It referred to them as a Muslim group of women that are Congress women. That's it. What did she call them? I can't, I can't remember. You do remember. I remember. But she apologized. The squats. <laughs> no, that's a good one. It, uh, um, her name was uh, Braybert, but she apologized. What did she call then? Nope, can't tell you. Biden, <laughs> Nisro Biden is on vacation two days a week. Yes. He, he's on vacation more than that and getting a four-day weekend now. Well, you know what? America's in a quandary. You know, it goes back to the old adage, be careful what you wish for. Do we really want Kamala Harris to be our president? No. So, so, so what is it? What is the right thing? But you to have do? no choice. Biden it will never last another three years. I don't know. I would be shocked that that man lasts three more years. He's going to lose it completely. Well, then what are we going to do? Then what? Do you, then you're stuck with Kamala Harris as your president. Well, Just you think know, about that. Think about God it. God help us then. Holy Who smokes. the hell knows? But getting back to the squad, did you hear what they wanted? They wanted to get rid of prisons completely oh all the prisons out there they want them torn down and d do away with nope well no defund the police and now no prisons is that what you're saying well no they didn't say defund the police they said get rid of all prisons so what do you do with murderers and a rapist what do you do with them bring them over joe biden's house so they could have a party we could send them to fort dix and they, what a they, joke they swearing in, uh, immigrants to be citizens i don't know I don't know what you could do with them. What a joke. That would be like letting those three people that were convicted of murder this week. Uh, what was their last name? Arbery? No, I don't remember. In Georgia, the three guys, the father, the son, and the neighbor. You could let them out of prison. 
Oh, God, no. You're talking about the three guys that shot that black guy? Yeah. Arbery, I think, was the... They murdered him. Uh, so I don't give a shit what anybody would, says. Would you want to see them free on the street? If there's no prisons? Listen, no, for, first of no. all, who the hell did they think? This was a totally different case than... than what's that kid's name? Rittenhouse? Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Totally different case than Kyle. Hello, the dude, Sean. Those... those there was two guys. There wasn't three, was there? No, it was a father and a son and a neighbor. But the neighbor got not as many convictions. Well, as obviously, the, the, the father and son were a bunch of rednecks. Holy God. I mean. But you're going to let you're going to not. I, obviously. You're you going to let them loose on the street? They do not belong. Rittenhouse. Yep. That's Kyle, yeah. So th this was a totally different case. First of all, I, I they wanted to lynch that man. It's uh, obvious. Yes. You know. And then you hand some bullshit story. Are we seen him leaving the house? Okay, he walked in an abandoned house and looked around. He didn't take anything. But to shoot a guy like that, he's unarmed. Yeah. You know, what What are you doing pointing a shotgun at somebody anyhow? I, I wonder if anybody um, who's listening tonight from the South could give us some insight because from the Northeast, it's, it's just despicable and disgusting. I, I just can't understand it. There might be some underlying reasons or, or uh, cultural uh, forays that I, we don't, we're not aware of. Well, it's obvious what but, the reason was. But my point is, if there's no prisons, those three men would be back out on the street. No, they would be in therapy. <laughs> Have the social worker come in to the Rose house? Garden. The at the, they would be in therapy in the Rose Garden the, at the White House. The social worker would knock on their door. That's what they would be. I see. That's what's going on. We always hung out in an abandoned house oh. as kids to explore and be curious. Interesting. That would never happen here. Nef nefarious is, is the right word for that, Niz. Yes, I agree. Racism. Mm -hmm. Running wild. <laughs> well, it's true. Um, I mean, that, the, the dude, Sean, that would not happen in the Northeast. If you were hanging around a house that's being built, it was really trespassing and um, you'd be immediately picked up well, and, dude, and, and taken away. It's not, that's that stuff is not tolerated here because they think you're, you know, canvassing for copper or for wire or, you know, any other construction materials. It, it isn't tolerated here. They just, that's just not allowed. I believe they just shot him because he was black. Yeah. They had the chance he was in their neighborhood. Or there was no, there, there was no other reason why they shot him. Well, if so, that, I, let me tell you something. If that was a white guy running down the street, they would have never shot him. Especially right. if he had a red neck. <laughs> oh boy. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So interestingly, talking about no. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. What? Alec Baldwin's calling in. He said something about those rednecks down there. He here he is. Here's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Good old Alec. I think you should be you should be the one. What? To give Alec Baldwin his pistol permit. <laughs> Make him sit through your class. Take him to the range. <laughs> let him demonstrate to you safety of a yeah. firearm. Safety oh, that will be great. You'll wind up fucking shooting me. Before you give him that permit. I think you're the perfect person. The dude wrote, people teach. nowadays are all about the community police state of China. Ooh. China. Yeah, but interestingly. China. That's your point, the dude. In, uh, um, help me, Minnesota and in Wisconsin, 
um, there have been referendums and common council votes and they are choosing not to quote unquote defund the police. I mean, that's being shot down all over the China. place. China. Right so well, we'll see how that goes. And I then, liked when Trump used to say China. You miss him? I miss Donald well, Trump. because of the- You know why I miss Trump? Because I miss paying a dollar seventy-eight a gallon yeah, for gas. Well, yeah, well, that's true. That's what I miss. We're, China. We're almost at four dollars here in Connecticut right now. Really unbelievable. And Biden's going to change the national anthem. Oh yeah. Yep. To this song. Well, here it is. Oh, okay. This is the new national anthem that that they're going to play, you know, on TV before the ball game and everything. Oh. Here, here it is, people. Right. The new United States national anthem. No. Yes, it is. Come on. Listen. Uh, even the even the devil loves this oh, anthem. No. Even the devil loves it. Craziness. Yes, I do. Oh yeah. <laughs> the nutcracker. I ain't fucking with Joe Biden. I ain't fucking with Joe Biden. Yeah. I said fuck, fuck Joe Biden. Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. I said fuck, fuck Joe Biden. Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. I said fuck Joe Biden. Uh, fuck Joe Biden. Uh, yeah. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. I said Joe Biden a hoe. I said Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Oh, words. He look confused, man. This shit must be a joke. Trying to take my Medicaid. I'll slap your ass. I'm getting paid. This SSI and EBT. Oh, yeah. looking straight. Oh, sleepy old Joe Biden. Oh, creepy old Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Let me teach you about Joe Biden. He'll smell your kids. He takes your checks. He'll smell your kids. <laughs> you hear what he said? He'll smell your kids. Recently, yeah, that's a good song. Well, recently, uh, to your point, at an NFL game, you know, the I won't say even what team it is, not to offend anybody, but, but if you were in the stadium, the, the game was going so poorly yeah. that there was a complete cheer of all 35,000 people that are um, in unison screaming, fuck Joe Biden. And they, they were laughing that, to your point, that that may be the new anthem for the NFL. Pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. They might as well play it. Yep. Because that's all they've been saying is, fuck Joe Biden. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this world's gone mad. How, since we're talking about, you know, we were talking about last week that uh, Trump was going to talk on Sunday night and that another horrible incident happened with the guy in the, the, what uh, guy? the truck who mowed down those people in a um, parade. Uh-huh. So anyway, he's going to be on, you know. Well, that guy, that guy deserves the electric chair. Oh, but if there's no prison. I, I hate to say it. Yes, but. But they need to, they, what they need to do with this dude that went through the parade. First of all, they let him out on a thousand dollar bond. He has a rap sheet from 1999. But he forward. killed those poor, he killed that old man, the old lady. Kid. Okay. A kid. Six people he killed. Yes, but that's not the first time he's killed people. He needs. What 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 Joe Biden needs to do is start a pay-per-view and have Stop. him being electrocuted. Listen to me. There's not gonna be no This prisons. is what if I was the governor, where what's where did this happen? What state? Um I wish I could tell you. I don't well, if I was the governor of that state, this is what I would do. And I hope he this podcast reaches him. What he needs to do is <laughs> Execute this pig that no ran over all these people. There'll be no prisons. No, he needs to execute them on pay per view. Uh, It'll be the first electric chair execution on pay per view. 
And I'll bet you it draws in 20, 30, 40 million dollars and give that money, divide that money up and give it to the a live execution and give that money to the poor people he ran over. This disgusting pig. I hope they beat the living shit out of him in jail. They need to whoop his ass every day of his stupid ass life. This person, this was not the first time he killed. There was a whole domestic incident where I think he ran people over. I don't really know. He's a lifelong criminal. What a low life piece of shit. And they let you like, you're, you're, to your right, they let him out on $1,000 and then off yeah, again. That, whoever let him out on a $1,000 bond needs to go to jail also. Hello to Steve and hello to Lila. But execute, to execute this pig live on TV pay-per-view and give the money to the families. That's what this country needs to start doing. You, you, you commit a heinous crime and, and you know what? You should do it with those rednecks down in, was it Georgia? That know. shot the black know. man. Execute those motherfuckers too and put it on pay-per-view and give the family the money. Uh, That's the way I look at it. I don't really know. I, I, I don't, I don't Shannon know. wrote a big black man named Bubba. We'll get a hold of him. I don't know. I, we have to have prisons. Prisons are necessary. They're required. Don't yeah. drop the soap. You can't That's all I got to say. Society without them, you can't. Don't drop the soap. Well, let's think back about, remember the last time I saw a live execution was when they um, beheaded the, those Americans. Do you remember that? Not that long I'm ago. I'm talking about the Taliban. Yeah. And how did that go over? La, 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 la. No. Ali Akbar. La, 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 la. How did you feel? Those about, fucking whack jobs. How did you feel about watching that? that I want to, listen, if I was 30 years younger, I would have wanted to fucking enlist and go there and, and pop them all. Those motherfuckers cutting people's heads off. But you're suggesting we watch a live execution of one of our own. I guess that's, that's right. the difference. Kill them. <sighs> Kill the bastards. All right. That's nice. On, <laughs> on, on, on good news, the Taliban uh -oh. girls soccer team and their families and their coaches got just arrived in London, England. So they Ooh, got yeah. out. Girls soccer team, their family and their coaches found their way out of out of where Taliban country and now are how did they get England. out? Uh, interestingly, a rabbi. And many of his rich backers, including, unfortunately, I think it was a Kardashian, uh -huh. some, had with their money found uh, the uh, you know back door out and got them out, which is really quite something. Obviously, paid people to um, you know let them out, and apparently that's how you have to get out of, the, out of that country now. Is you have to pay pay your way out, otherwise you'll be beaten. Well, that's out. how it goes. Yeah. They're lucky they got the fuck out of there alive. Yeah, they, they went through several stations and were beat at each one, but the payoffs finally. Finally made uh, the door open for them, and, and they were able to leave, which is uh, you know, unbelievable. A little ray of hope for those people that or people that still live there. And Joe Biden just did a, a a news interview. Here's part of it. Oh, move! I'm gonna shit my pants. No, move! <laughs> I'm gonna shit my pants. He only... I'm shit my pants. He only does that when he needs <laughs> to shit my pants. That's Joe Biden. Move. I'm gonna shit my pants. Oh, Joe, cut it out. That man. must have been from when he met, went to meet the Pope. No, yeah. he does that every day. I thought he that something happened when he met went to meet the Pope. 
the people are. Well, they say he shit his he shit himself when he met the Pope. And then there's another recorded <laughs> message from uh, this lady Camelia, who's married to Prince. Who the hell is that? Prince Charles. And no, no, yeah, was yeah, it was her. And he was farting. His fart smelled so badly during some diplomatic thing when he was in England that she couldn't uh, keep her composure. So he whose had, fart smelled? Joe Biden's fart smelled oh. to Prince Charles's wife, who Jeez, could barely so keep her mighty. composure. That's the, he, so I, I could imagine what comes out of his ass. So he, this is going on with him all over the world. You know, kind of a drag. Holy crap! <laughs> not really good, good, good representation of the United States. No. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Well, getting back to the uh this says the payoff what? won't work because they told they told who well no we're talking I think we're talking about the uh youth soccer team women's youth soccer team that got out. I don't know, I think money talks no matter what it'll just cost more maybe. of course, but it was a rabbi leading that effort to um get them out of the country so she barking about I'll go take care of that well, you know. It's a shame because if if it wasn't the way he he got the people out, he didn't even care about the people that were there. First of all, the president, he just decided, well, we're all getting out this day and screw everybody else. And then he realized he fucked up big time. And that's when he sent all these other planes in and, and sent soldiers back in to get not only the refugees out of out of the country, but the American citizens. He's one big fuck up, I have to say. One of the worst presidents I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. And what pisses me off the most is our poor veterans are still out there in the street, homeless. And I haven't seen any president so far do something for them, not one. And that pisses me off. It's total bullshit. Because a lot of these homeless vets need help. And if you're talking about helping criminals, you know, it, and, and get them support, you need to send social workers out to these homeless veterans and interview every single one of them. You need to send these people out to interview every single homeless veteran and and get them help because this is bullshit i'm sick and tired of this president taking care of illegals before our veterans you're allowing all these people to cross the border coming in and you're giving them housing you're giving them food you're giving them medical attention, but you're not giving the homeless veterans shit. That's what you're doing to them. And these people fought for this country. A lot of them are Vietnam veterans. A lot of them are Gulf War veterans. These are young men and women that need medical attention. They need help. They need to be taken into a hospital and, and being gone over from head to toe to find out what's wrong with them physically and mentally. That's what you got to do for these homeless veterans and not leave them out in the street on their own like trash. That's how this government treats the homeless vets, like fucking trash. And I'm fucking sick of it. 
You got to get out there and help these people send social workers to every single one of them. And there's thousands of homeless vets out there, thousands of them. And it boils my blood to know that these people gave up a huge part of their life for this country. And then they're treated like garbage and, and like they're just discarded, like nobody cares or nobody wants to do anything for them. And I, and, and I blame the United States government for that. And it's a sin and it's a shame, you know, and, and I truly believe karma is a bitch. And I hope it, I hope these people that treated these homeless vets like that wind up worse than that. Fuck them. It really pisses me off. It's a shame when you're going to treat illegals better than you're going to treat our homeless vets. And not only the homeless veterans, even the veterans that do have a home. The majority of them that came back from all these crazy-ass wars that we fought, especially Bush Senior War. That was a crazy-ass war. And, and, and even Bush Jr. would have never invaded those countries because Saddam Hussein threatened to kill uh, his father. And, and there was no weapons of mass destruction in these countries. You fuck with a country that has their own beliefs for 2,000 years, right? Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran. 2,000 years these people have their own beliefs. And you're going to go in there and try to change them? I don't think so. Leave these fucking people alone. It's just like the Viet Cong. Just like Vietnam War, you went in there to aid the French. You stuck your fucking nose in some country. You really shouldn't even been there. And you know who I give a lot of credit to? Listen, my heart goes out to the Vietnam vets. They signed up at the, that particular time thinking they were doing the right thing for the country of the United States. When action, when all actuality... They were fighting a senseless, useless fucking war that messed up a lot of these young men and women. It messed up their head because this country likes to get into altercations where they don't fucking belong. A lot of altercations. Listen, I, you're not going to change people's beliefs in Iraq. You're not going to turn them into a, a second United States when they've been living like that for 2,000 fucking years, okay? And, and when I look back and I watch the old videos of Muhammad Ali, mm -hmm. here it is. You're going to ask, you're going to ask this black man to go fight a war, right? Yes. Where he can't even go in a fucking bathroom <laughs> when the bathroom says colored and white. Yes. You know? Here, you're going to ask somebody to go fight for you, and he has no rights in the United States. Why the fuck would he? Oh. You know what? I don't care what anybody says. The man was 100,000% correct not going to fight. I don't care what which war it was, Vietnam, World War II. Ali said, I'm not going to fight your war because, first of all, he's treated like a second-class citizen. Mm -hmm. 
lot of people join the army though for other reasons or the service because they get an education what today for people who join the military services go in <coughs> for different reasons yeah not yeah they go in mostly for an education well they can get a, a college degree absolutely and i don't know i'm not saying it doesn't work today's a a, a a new time no not really because the people who are coming home from afghanistan have the same issues yeah and and you don't want to go fight a senseless war yes I mean, this is very timely because of where we live, it's freezing cold now. It like turned into winter overnight. And it sucks. I hate the winter. Um, where we are here, you can't, being homeless is death, really. There's no, no. Way and that's to why I feel for, for, I feel, first of all, for all homeless people. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm stressing the vets because they fought for the country. Yes. But the United States is what? The, one of the richest countries in the world. I would imagine. Um, it shouldn't have any homeless people out there. Well, you know, if you ever. You listen, so, before you say something, some homeless people that I spoke to is by choice, believe it or yeah, not. That was what I was But it's say. a low major minority of people that choose to be homeless. Right. Right? On a really cold night like tonight, I've spent my time at uh, not promoting this, but the Bridgeport mission and they, people go around, volunteer teams go around with food and address people on the street and tell them that if they want help, if they need a warm place to sleep, although the missions are so crowded, people are sleeping on the floor head to foot, but they have a sleeping bag and they're warm and they get warm food. I would say, and I've been part of those teams on many occasions, I will say only one in three homeless people in the freezing cold living under an underpass on I-95 in Connecticut will say yes and will come with you. I mean, the, the mental illness obstacles are overwhelming and very hard to- And to that's compare. why they need help. It's really something- Because even if you try to offer the help, a lot of them will say no. Well, so the only trick that works in the Bridgeport Mission is, is kind of learned this, is you have to go back night after night after night until they you earn their trust. It's all about trust with people, especially um, our vets. And eventually you might get them the help that they need. The help is available here in Connecticut in a lot of different ways, but um, the mental illness part is very difficult to overcome. It's a, a really, really a hard, a hard well, thing. A lot of them have been living outside for years. Sure. They've been served their survivalists. Can, I could only imagine the crap they got to put up with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It, it's just a shame that the richest country in the world and this it's we're going on. 2022. Yes. I'm surprised I even lived this long. Hello to Sly Dog again. But we're going on 2022. And to Kel Wayne, 30, who's joined us in the And I studio. can't believe, Welcome. I can't believe this country allows people to be homeless. And when I say allows, because they don't do shit for these people. That's what I mean. Yeah. And I'm trying to just say, reiterate that it's a very hard problem. It's not as simple as pull the van up. Hey, get in the van. We're going to go somewhere warm for meals. When, when you're at yep. that point, it's not that simple. And if I was the president of the United States, let me tell you what I would do. Mm -hmm. I would meet with, I would meet with all the governors of the United States, right? Mm -hmm. And all in the, the low income areas, I would give incentives to clean up the areas. And when I say clean up, not the people that live there, I would do away with the majority of the liquor stores. Mm -hmm. I would do away with the majority of the stores that sell smoking products. 
I would do away with this. Because well, what pisses me off is you walk through any place. You go to Harlem, East 125th Street. Bridgeport, go to Bridgeport. You go to Bridgeport, Connecticut. Sure, why not? And in the poor section of, of the town, any town in any state, and you see tons of liquor stores. And you know what you don't You see tons of, of stores selling tobacco. And do you know what you don't see? What? You don't see in those these kind of communities there is a food desert. No grocery store makes money, so there is no grocery store. It's healthy of foods good habits in those communities. If, of course, it's all McDonald's, it's all Burger King, and no but, grocery stores with yet, fresh fruit and vegetables. They don't exist. But yet, you drive in a rich section of town. Mm-hmm. You go anywhere in the rich section people that are wealthy, you won't see one fucking McDonald's. You won't see one <laughs> which, Burger King. You might, you <laughs> might find, now listen to this, a wine store. That's right. You won't find a liquor store. Hello, Huck has. You'll find a wine studio. store, but you go into any <laughs> impoverished neighborhood and it's filled with liquor stores well, in- because you know why? They want to keep these people down and out. Yes. They don't want these people to move ahead at all. And if you live in in any type of housing project, Uh and I did in my life, I lived in a housing project for 15 years. If you live in any type of housing project and you try to get ahead in your life, the more money you make, the more they take. They're keeping you down and out. There's no advancement for poor people. There's no advancement. And that's why they flood if there's no, the poor sections of town with liquor, drugs, yep. and fucking shit food. Right. No fresh food. And our pet, the pet stores in the well-off areas are bigger than the uh, liquor stores. <laughs> Eric Gro- you'll probably find a Chick-fil-A in the rich part of town. Oh, we don't have this. Here. I don't think... Uh, I don't think in Greenwich, Connecticut, there are any Chick-fil-A's. No, no, we don't have those here. That's interesting. Chick-fil-A, good food? My question is, <laughs> I don't know. My question is, if you're going to go with that premise, then why introduce more immigrants into our country? What are they What do you for? mean? If you're going with the idea that everyone needs to stay in their socioeconomic class and there's no room for advancement. What is, That's because Joe Biden uh-huh. is going to give them money. Why? Unlike the poor people in poor towns, he ain't going to give them shit. Just like he's not going to give the veterans shit. The homeless veterans get shit. But the immigrants going to get housing, money, health care. He'll probably give them a fucking car. Don't the poor people vote? I don't understand what the what the advantage. Eric wrote Chick Fil A has good food, even though they may be kind of pricey. Oh, oh! I never ate at a Chick Fil A. No, we don't have those here. So my point is, why not invest in the vets and and the poor communities in the United States? Don't they vote too? I mean, we're going to let immigrants vote without being citizens. What? 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 They what do is, vote. That they're not enough of them. Why? What is the motivation? I don't. To understand. let the immigrants in? Yes. Well, if you let. 20, 30, 40, 50 million immigrants well, in. No, we're not there yet. Well, you'll be there. If you let them in, yeah. then you, they will vote for you. Because they don't have enough votes? I don't, I'm not, I'm missing it. I really because miss they it. know in the, ne- in the coming elections, mm-hmm. they ain't got a chance in hell. If they keep at this pace, right. the gas is $5 a gallon. 
COVID's running ape shit now. Now you got a variant coming in. He doesn't shut down the planes from Africa. Or the pipeline. Where the variant is coming from. Yep. So he wants... He wants these immigrants to vote for him or the Democratic parties, whoever's Democratic. And and listen, if I was an immigrant and you gave and I crossed the border (laughs) and you gave me money, Uh you gave me a a housing, you gave me health care for me and my family. And medical care. I'll vote. I'll vote for you, even if you're Charles Manson or Jeffrey Dahmer. I'll vote for you. I don't care. If you're going to support my family and all that kind of shit, it doesn't matter. Eric wrote, seems like they don't want poor neighborhoods having Whole Foods or grocery stores like Prigley, Wiggly, Winn-Dixie, and Publix. Well, I do know about those when I lived down south. Here it would be, what are the bad, the poor neighborhoods here? Acme? Um, Yeah. That's probably the worst one I know of. What else do we have? Well, Concentra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like I said, you go into rich neighborhoods, you won't find none of that. No. Because, because they want to keep the, the people oppressed. They want to. And like I said, you live in public housing, you can't. The more money you make, the more they take. They just don't give a shit. How do they take it? They charge well, them more rent? I don't know. Yeah. Oh. When you're living in public housing, if you get a raise, you have to report that to HUD or to housing authority. Yeah. You have to report that money you make. Oh. And what they do is they send you a letter in the mail mm-hmm. saying now, uh, uh, next month, you're instead of paying uh, six, $700 a month, you're gonna pay a thousand. Sure. They'll fuck you left and right. And they really don't care. They really don't care. And poor neighborhoods, they don't care about the people in there. The cops don't care about them. They couldn't care less. And if you're a minority, you're even worse on the shit list. You're worse. I, I try to reconcile that with this, our little state of Connecticut. Blue, we are on blue state because the concentration of population is in four cities, right? Yep. And now that we don't live in any of those four cities, I feel like we're living among our tribe here a little bit. And this is very much red country, but we're not densely populated, so we'll never win. Well, so is the idea to keep the cities concentrated? I mean, they're, they're redrawn lines based on the new census, yada, yada. But for us, it's still going to be the same thing. It's still going to be blue. State. I think I, uh, I don't know. Hmm? Hard to say. I know. And I think the getting back to the poor neighborhoods, I think the yeah. only way these people are going to come out of this oppression yeah. is to band together, number one. They first of all, they have to stop killing each other. Well, if they don't stop killing each other, mm-hmm. they'll never get anywhere. My insight to that, having lived recently where we did, is when you put people together in a very densely populated space, all you're going to have is conflict. All it yeah. invites more conflict. There's never going to be banding. Together. Eric wrote, "If they are getting a raise, why aren't the housing projects and government housing evicting them? If they are making too much money, you would think those tenants would have means of living." in a non-government environment. And I have an answer to that, Eric, because let's say you're making a little bit more money. Not that much, but even if it's a couple of hundred dollars a month, they'll take the money from you. And when they do take the money from you, they won't evict you because you could be making 
$2,000 a week. It's your choice whether to leave or not. They oh. won't evict you. Oh. There's no eviction as far as how much income you bring in. Right. But they'll raise you, raise you, raise you, raise you. And the problem is, if you do get a couple of hundred dollars raise, even a week, they will take that money from you. And now you're back to square one. And you can't even go out and rent a better apartment. You can't even go out and buy a home oh, because you don't have any money to buy a home. Right. The problem where we can't avoid it, I'm sorry. The, the problem where we live is it costs so much money to live in the city that um, it's probably preferable to stay in the um, public housing because at least you won't have to commute for two hours one way to get to where you need to work. So um, it's, it's a housing problem, I would say. It's just a problem of urban blight and, urban, and lack of urban development uh, here in, in old, any old city, any old manufacturing city in the Northeast. I would suspect it's the same way across the nation. You can't afford to live here. It takes an annual sal an annual combined salary for a household of four Nick. in Connecticut of $84,000 to meet the standards and, and the, 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 um, the constraints you need in order to live on yep. your own. Really and and Niz, Niz said it hit the nail on the head. She says, I've been on government assistance program. And it's true. Extra dollars you make, they just take it away. The help are taking more money from you. And it's a total catch-22 situation. There is no genuine helping hand in it what's, whatsoever. And Niz hit, hit it right on the head. That's exactly what they do. And they want to know also how much savings you have sure too they want to know everything well now the irs is going to know if you have nine hundred dollars rather than six hundred dollars in transactions i want to give a shout out to bone boma christian who's joined us in the live studio well and, it, and it's sad because i don't think um Niz wrote savings life insurance too they want to know everything everything you've got well my kids uh, were born and raised in Southern Fairfield County, and you know they can't afford to live there. But everyone moves out. That's really your only way out is to move away from here. It's a shame yeah. because I don't know how these people are going to get out of the catch-22 situation. I was lucky enough to do that. Well, not everyone's. Costa Rica is a good place to go. Low taxes, beautiful, life, beautiful yep. quality of life. I agree. Yeah. We may go there someday. Costa Rica. I would like to go to well, another uh, place like that. Yeah. Yeah. The taxes we pay are outrageous. Oh, where? How much is the tax in Costa Rica? Not much. Maybe the Bahamas. Maybe Puerto Rico. Maybe oh, Casa de Mal. Maybe Argentina. Let's go. Let's try to get Eric in here. He he's got to give us the lowdown. Okay. What's happening, Eric? I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving yesterday, um, and you know, glad y'all were on again this week with a new show. And uh huh. Well, but I think it's that time since we're already at our hour mark um, for some great Podbean podcasts that might be worth checking out for some new and returning friends of this one. All right, what are they? Well, and and before I start, um, Felix and Ann would would kindly like to encourage people to hit that follow button if you are new here and haven't already done so that way you'll get notifications when they publish yes. new shows and whenever they go live and um and we certainly appreciate having the, the usual friends that come and join us every week but 
but some other great podcast friends worth supporting and checking out. Um, we, we would certainly like you to to look into making an appointment to check out the Ralph William podcast. He's usually on mornings on Podbean and yeah. at impromptu times. You can also check out the Old Man's podcast with Dean, Joe, and Eric Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And then Music Show Friday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Yep. In daytime, you even got names like the John DeVito Show and the John Gill Program. You've also got the Frankie D Show on Wednesdays and Fridays around 3 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You've also got um, a a couple more great shows like the Pirate Radio Podcast with Jimmy, Mike Mm -hmm. with the Mike's Tampa Bay Live Podcast, the Paddy Wagon Express, Real Patriot's Voice, Freedom Warrior, The Dude Sean, and a couple of newer entities like The Podfather Show, Friday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You've also <laughs> got No Filter Radio and Real Conservative Talk. You've even got other more established friends like The Gray Area. You've also got Slacker 82 Alpha, Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here on Podbean. Mm-hmm. And then a shout out to some YouTube friends, Roxanne of the Odyssey of Ascension podcast, Cracks of the Exotics Radio podcast, formerly the Talking Corner. You've also got Chuck and Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea as well, and the Ethoism podcast, Mondays, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Eastern Time, the the Who Hurt You show with the It's Doomsday podcast crew of Jester, Sava, and Kirkley, Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. You've also got Jack with the Axiom World podcast, the South Ozman show, and You've also got the Beans and Weenie show Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You've All also right. got Sly Dog as well as Pink Squirrel, Linga Longa, Lyra and Lou's Communication Station, Coltrane and Crazy Train, the Homeboy 88 podcast with Elgato and Tuttles in the, in the gang, T-Wolf Price with the Just Woke Up podcast, Will Dick with the Art of Floundering podcast if you love you know, explicit puppet shows um, and, <laughs> and satire-themed comedy. Yes. Then you've also got friendship with Robert and, and Lara, and then the It's Doomsday podcast, Late Nights, also on Podbean. And and a programming note about the Slightly Serious show, which is usually on Monday through Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. For the next couple of weeks, um, J- James will be on like a temporary hiatus as he is in the process mm-hmm. of moving out of California to move to Nevada. But hopefully they'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks with some some new shows in their new um, Las Vegas studio. Oh, but, wow. but speak. But next week, Wednesday is Pertwee's birthday, and Thursday is James's birthday, who are also part of the Slightly Serious Show. So uh, hopefully they'll show up at the Old Man's Podcast so the Old Man can sing them happy birthday. And, and at the Old Man's Podcast with Dean, Joe, and Eric, we love birthdays. And, <laughs> and if you got a birthday, we'll, we'll, Dean and Joe will write it on the birthday calendar. Yeah. And um, hoping everybody, once again, had a great Thanksgiving weekend and look forward to Felix and Ann coming back next week with another exciting episode of the swap doesn't lie <laughs> right oh, felix right in thanks eric very much can you tell me is mike tiepa based alone or is he ta- on a hiatus i think he's he, he's kind of like really like impromptu right now he's not been been regularly scheduled lately i guess he's had probably family and other white work commitments getting away but mm-hmm. occasionally i might see him also at a couple other shows yep but yeah. um because he was just getting started, and then, then it seemed like a full stop. So we'll just look yep. for him. Yeah. And Eric, how was your Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, it was good. Um, I finally finished off my Thanksgiving leftovers today. <laughs> I, yes. I, I guess, well, the, the pumpkin <laughs> pie, the green bean casserole, turkey and ham and dressing, and All right. squash casserole. Ooh. Yeah. 
But we'll be doing it again in on de- in December with with the Christmas, of course. Yes. Yes. Well, we're Italian, so there will not be turkey and ham for Christmas. It's a what are we having? American ha- oh, Italian food. Lasagna. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right, Eric. But um, it's great hanging out with y'all and Same see y'all here. next week, and I'll see y'all around at the other All great right. Podbean shows. Love you, buddy. Hi, Eric. Thank All right, you. Eric. Love you. Take care. Well, all right. Another hour is going by on a Friday evening. Yes. I hope everybody out there is safe. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I did and did. Listen, guys, be safe. Be grateful every day. Yes. And and when you go out there, I wear a mask all the time. I go to pump gas. I wear gloves because that pump is fucking filthy believe me i worked in nursing homes for 30 years and you got to watch what you're touching out there you know that includes the doors to stores yeah. that includes the door yeah. to your office building yep. the door to the restroom all of it you everyone out there steve i hope you're doing well steve shannon be well niz be well eric sky dog the dude if I missed anyone, I'm sorry, because that's all I have on my screen. Yep, I think that's what we're at, because we're at that 8 o'clock hour. Yep. All right, people, I'm taking you out with some WAP music. Be well. Woo! Shayla Luna met somebody, mamma mia, marzari. Oh, yeah. Speak to me up. Want to say anything? Just be well, everyone. We'll see you next week. Be well. I love you guys. Follow me. Follow, follow. Later, people. Be well.